In preparation for the message, my dear friends, would you turn to Galatians chapter 5, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. We've been studying the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and certainly we need, we need the Lord by His Holy Spirit to bring about, to grow in us the beautiful fruit spoken of in Galatians 5. Amen. Amen indeed. Why don't we read our scripture together from the big screen. Amen. Let's uh, share the reading. This is the New Living Translation. And uh, there you go. In unison with me, please. Galatians 5, 22, 23. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We've studied several of them in previous messages, and now we come to faithfulness. And I'm sure that occasionally, or at least some of you might think that you know everything there is to know about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, but you've been discovering that neither you nor I will ever fully understand everything that needs to be grasped by us. And today we come to the fruit of the Holy Spirit known as faithfulness. Amen? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, open up our minds and hearts to this beautiful truth contained in your holy Bible. And I pray, O oh God, that you would create, you would spring forth, you would bring about more and more faithfulness in each of our hearts, each, each of our lives, O oh God, through the presence and the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. A very simple definition of faithfulness that most of you would be able to put together. You see on the screen, definition of faithfulness is trustworthy, being trustworthy, reliable, dependable, loyal, committed. That's a little summary. And the first main truth that I want to share with you today about this very important subject is this. Why don't you read it from the big screen with me, please? Read it out loud. Faithfulness is a characteristic of God, and so growing in faithfulness is becoming more like God. Amen. Now here are just a few Bible verses which remind us of God's faithfulness. If we were to take time, you and I would find a whole lot more in the Bible, but I've just selected a few, and I want you to read them out loud with me to, together in unison. Okay, here we go. All right. Deuteronomy 7, 9. Understand, therefore, that the Lord your God is indeed God. He is the faithful God. All right? Next one. Psalm 36, verse 5. Your unfailing love, O Lord, is as vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. What I want you to see here is this is a part of the character of God. God's character is that of 
faithfulness. Psalm 89, verse 8. O Lord God of heaven's armies, where is there anyone as mighty as you, O Lord? You are entirely faithful. Another one. Psalm 119, verse 90. Your faithfulness extends to every generation as enduring as the earth you created. Amen? Lamentations 3, verse 23. Great is his faithfulness. 2 Timothy 2, verse 13. If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny who he is. Now, we've just touched on a few of the verses that certainly declare very clearly God's faithfulness. And as I said, you can find a whole lot more if you were to turn to your concordance at the back of your Bible, if you have a concordance or you, you look, uh, look, look it up in a regular concordance or through the internet, all right? Now, as we think about the fact that the character of God is that of faithfulness, what are some ways in which the Lord specifically is faithful? What are some of the ways? Here are a few of them, okay? Anyone who's making notes, you might want to put A. The first one is this. The Lord keeps his promises. He is faithful to do that. Psalm 145 verse 13 says, The Lord always keeps his promises. He is gracious in all he does. Isn't that beautiful? May you be encouraged today through this fact, this good news, that the Bible tells us the Lord keeps his promises. When you read something in the Bible, you say, wow, this is a promise to you. Say, Lord, thank you, for you keep your promise. Lord, I don't know when this promise is going to be, be fulfilled in my life, but you are the one who keeps your promises, and so I believe it. I believe it, Lord. And some of you today need to be reminded of a promise the Lord made to you, maybe some weeks ago, months ago, maybe some years ago, maybe that some time ago the Lord gave you the promise that that son or that daughter of yours that wandered away from the Lord, that despite the fact that you raised him or her in the Christian faith, he or she tended to wander away. Well, I want to remind you today that sometimes God keeps his children on a long leash. And maybe you reflect upon a time when the Lord gave you a promise that he or she would come back would come back to the Lord, you can hold on to that promise and keep praying for that son or that daughter. Amen? Let me also ask you, as we think of the Lord keeping his promises, do you and do I keep my promise? Do you and I keep our promises? Amen? Is there a promise you made to someone a long time ago or recently that you need to follow up on? Take action. Fulfill your promise. Do it. Here's another way in which the Lord is faithful. Point B. Read it with me. 
The Lord hears and answers our prayers. Psalm 143, verse 1. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my plea. Answer me because you are faithful and righteous. You are faithful and righteous. Be encouraged. We don't always understand. We don't always comprehend God's timing. We don't always understand the when and the how. But the Lord tells us, not only through a Bible verse like this, but men, through many other Bible verses, that, that he, he hears and he answers our prayers. And I want to encourage you to keep praying about whatever it is that's been upon your mind and your heart. Many of you were at the altar earlier because there are specific matters, issues, whether it's family-related or work-related or, 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 or something else. You're, you've been bringing those matters to the Lord in prayer. Don't give up, for the Lord is faithful in hearing and answering our prayers. Is there an amen in the house? Amen. All right. Point C. The Lord gives us peace during anxious times. He is faithful to do this. The Lord gives us peace. Many of you know what we're talking about here because you've gone through some very difficult, some very anxious times, and in the midst of that struggle, you sensed how the Lord was bringing you peace. And some of you are going through some anxious times right now, and you're struggling, you're wrestling inside, and you're hurting. I want you to read with me Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Read it out loud in unison with me, would you? Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Read that underlined portion again. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. How true that is. Amen? How true that is. You here in the sanctuary of Rosewood Church of the Nazarene, how true that is, radio listeners and internet listeners. The Lord gives us peace. May the Lord, by his Holy Spirit, give beautiful peace to many of you who are very anxious today about a situation in your life. And maybe only the Lord knows about it. Maybe I know about it. Maybe only a few other people know about it. The Lord, may you give peace to your precious people. Amen? Point D, we're talking about some ways in which the Lord is faithful. The Lord is faithful to forgive us and to cleanse us, to cleanse us, forgive and to cleanse. First John chapter 1, verse 9 says, some of you know this verse, Read it out loud with me. But if we confess our sins to him, 
He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Now, some of your Bible translations maybe say he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to purify us from all unrighteousness. So some translations have wickedness, some have uh, unrighteousness. The question is, what does, what does 1 John 1, 9 mean? Well, in part, it means the Lord is faithful to forgive us, to forgive us of our sins. And the reason we can be forgiven is because Jesus, the Son of God, died on the cross to pay the price for our sins, so now you and I can be forgiven. The price has been paid by Jesus. The question is, have you asked the Lord to forgive you for your sins? The Bible says repent and believe and be baptized. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, that you see on the screen, however, I believe is also talking. It's talking about experiencing even more, even more than forgiveness, because the latter part of verse 9 says he is faithful and just, just meaning God is acting properly, properly. He is faithful and just, to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness or, or unrighteousness. What does that mean, to cleanse us from all wickedness or unrighteousness? Some translations say iniquity, to cleanse us from all iniquity. What does that mean? Well, I, I believe the Lord is saying he can not only forgive us, but he can, also, he can also cleanse or purify us from that, from that tendency towards doing wrong. He can give us victory over that inclination, that tendency towards sin. Dr. Harvey Blaney, in his commentary, uh, says this, beautifully put in, on 1 John. He says... For the act of sin, John prescribes forgiveness. For the propensity, that is the inclination to behave in a particular way, for the propensity to sin, the Lord offers cleansing. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that marvelous? The Aramaic Bible in plain English translates 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 like this. It says... But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and, and will purge us and will purge us from all evil. Amen. He will purge us from all evil. Do you need forgiveness today? from the Lord, you can experience it. Do you and I need to be cleansed, cleansed from that propensity or that inclination towards sin? The Lord can cleanse us 
He can purify our hearts because he is faithful. He is faithful. 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, 24 says, Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way. This is the New Living Translation. The New International Version says, Now may the very God of peace sanctify you through and through. And may, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. God will make this happen, for he who calls you is faithful. Amen. Amen. What a beautiful couple of verses. Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. God will make this happen for he who calls you is faithful. Wow. Amen. There's more good news as we go to point E, and the good news is this. The Lord is faithful to help us overcome temptation. Yes. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Some of you have maybe memorized this in the King James translation that was translated back in 1611, but this is the New Living Translation. Read it out loud with me, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. Isn't that encouraging? Isn't that wonderful? He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure and be victorious. Are you grabbing a hold of this beautiful truth? Right? Here's another beautiful truth, F. The Lord is faithful to protect us from the evil one. In 2 Thessalonians 3, 3, read it out loud with me. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Wow. You know, sometimes, sometimes people will, will do something wrong and they'll say, oh, the devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. None of you, of course, have ever said that. But we're talking about other people, right? You know, sometimes that's what folks will say. The devil made me do it. And that's just an excuse. Right? That's just an excuse. If you are, if you are a devoted follower of Jesus, the Bible says he will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Praise God. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. There might be times when you feel like for whatever reasons 
There's an evil force attacking you, trying to get at you, trying to discourage you, trying to tempt you to do wrong. It'd be a good thing for you to, uh, to maybe mark this verse in your Bible, underline it, put a, little, put a little note and say, hey, the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. You got it? Got it. Now these are just a few of the ways in which the Lord is faithful. And we could, we could of course, add. But I want us to remember this. What God says he will do, he will do. Amen? Is that true of you and me? Do you do what you say you will do? And the answer is between you and God. Faithfulness is a characteristic of God. And so growing in, in faithfulness is becoming more like God. Does that make sense to you? Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense to you because it sure made sense to me when I was preparing. I thought, wow, what a great truth. Do you want to be more like the Lord? Of course you do. Look. Look at just some we could add to this list. But just look at some of the beautiful ways in which the Lord is faithful. The Lord keeps his promises. The Lord hears and answers our prayers. The Lord gives us peace during anxious times. The Lord is faithful to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. The Lord is faithful to help us overcome temptation. The Lord is faithful to protect us from the evil one. What beautiful encouragement from the word of God. May you and I today say, Lord, I read in your holy Bible that the fruit of the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Produce this fruit in me, Lord. Produce, create, grow in me faithfulness. Let it happen, Lord. Back in 1987, Stephen Curtis Chapman wrote and sang 
a beautiful song called My Redeemer is Faithful and True. It probably is his favorite song that he has written over the years. My Redeemer is faithful and true. I want to invite you now to listen. Listen to the words of this tremendous song that echo the truth we've been talking about. And as you hear this song, we're going to close the service today a little bit differently. As we sing, or as you hear this song from Stephen Curtis Chapman, if you want to get up from where you're, you're seated, you want to get up and come and kneel or stand at this altar and pray, you come. You come. Maybe you want to talk to the Lord about a promise that he made to you that you're still wanting to reach out to him about. Maybe there's some other answer to prayer you're seeking. Maybe you need his faithfulness to create that peace within you that you're struggling with. You're struggling with something, and you, you need peace in the midst of your storm. Or it could be you want to simply ask for forgiveness of your sins. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us. And others of you are at that point where you want to go deeper in your relationship with the Lord and, and say, Lord, you not only want to forgive me, but you want to cleanse me of all unrighteousness, all wickedness. Lord, cleanse me. For someone else, maybe there's been some temptation that you've been, uh, you've been playing with recently, and today's the day you need to ask the Lord to give you victory over that temptation and say, no, I'm not going to do what I'm being tempted to do. Amen? Let's listen. Watch and listen to Stephen Curtis Chapman. And like I said, those of you who wish to come, find a place of prayer. You come. There's one song that I've always said, well, I'll put it like this. If I had, if I had just enough breath left in my lungs, if I was told, okay, you can sing one more song, of all the ones you've ever written, what would it be? And uh, it's a song immediately I, I could answer that with the song that um, I wrote. It was on my very first album, in, interestingly enough, and has just carried all through the years. That just simply says, my Redeemer is faithful and true. <laughs> Y'all want to hear him sing about the faithful and true? As I look back on this road I've traveled I see so many times he's carried me through 
And if there's one thing that I've learned in my life, my Redeemer is faithful and true. My Redeemer is faithful and true. And everything He has said, He will do. And every morning, His mercies are new. My Redeemer is faithful and true. My heart rejoices when I read the promise. And there's a place that I'm preparing for you. I know someday I'll see my Lord face to face Cause my Redeemer is faithful and true My Redeemer is faithful and true And everything He has said He will do And every morning His mercies My Redeemer is faithful and true. And in every situation, He has proved His love for me. When I lack the understanding, He gives more grace to me. My Redeemer is faithful and true. My Redeemer is faithful and true. Jesus is faithful and true. Let's stand. I want to invite some of you to come and pray with our friends at the altar here. Next Sunday morning, I'm going to go into part two of this message on faithfulness. I'm, I'm really excited about the truth I still, I still want to share with you on faithfulness. Dear Lord, thank you for your faithfulness. For we, we see in your Holy Bible how indeed the character of our God is that of faithfulness. And Lord, may you fill and may you impart your faithfulness, may you create faithfulness more and more in each of our own lives through your Holy Spirit. Let it be so. Let it be so.
hear the prayers of our people at the altar, across the sanctuary. Hear the prayers of your dear people, O oh God, who are listening by radio and the internet. And thank you for the fact that as we live life this coming week, we are living life with God who is faithful towards each of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.